I'm Leon. I'm Tegan. And welcome to Good Time. Not a long time. A weekly podcast where myself and Tegan discuss everything that's going on around us in the world and how inept we are at succeeding in the game known as life. So we're going to start off with the general chat. Then we're going to discuss something interesting that's going on around us. And then we'll finish it up with some deep thoughts at the end. So without wasting any time, let's get straight into the podcast. So the time is almost here. The time where I take my driving test on Monday. Oh shit, yeah. I was like, what's he about to say? Yeah, when people... (laughs) The time has come, Tegan. For me to (laughs) announce that you're being replaced as a co-host, I'm sorry. All right, good luck finding someone better than me. (laughs) But anyway, my driving test is on Monday. When this podcast episode is released, I would have A, already done it, or B, still not have done it yet, but very close to doing it. Because, you know, we release our episodes on a Monday, but although for some people, they'll have their episode released on a Sunday evening. But yeah, I have my driving test on a Monday. And it's usually said that if you tell people it's bad luck, and that's a problem for me because obviously my family know about it. I've told the people at Tie Boxing about it. My friends know about it. And also my work colleagues know about it because I booked an entire day off i booked the entire monday off which means if i pass i can spend the entire day purchasing a new car or if i fail i can then spend the entire get day drunk just, you know, qu- yeah getting drunk crying in a shower maybe i don't know doing something to try and make me feel better about my absolute failure in life yeah so i booked the entire day off so basically everybody knows about it everybody's expecting it and i've announced it on the podcast as well so i guess i've just got all the bad luck from doing that but you know i don't care and i think it's gone from fear to just excitement like i'm excited to do it now originally i was like really nervous and really scared but then i realized that i know i'm a good driver or i know that i'm a decent driver i'm not perfect i don't think anybody's a perfect driver but i'm decent at driving and i know that the only thing that is going to make me fail is if i get under pressure i get slightly overwhelmed and then i make a mistake that's how I know that I'm going to fail. It's basically on me. So I'm just in a mindset now where I, uh, I'm excited. Can't wait to do it on Monday. Whatever happens, happens. You know, I practiced the show me, tell me questions. I know them all off by heart. They're sorted so I don't have to worry about them. And I'm not going to be doing like last minute cramping on a Sunday. Ideally... I don't want to even think about the driving test on Sunday, which is tomorrow, because I don't want to add like any unnecessary pressure. And I also don't want to watch mock tests either because I've been watching mock tests recently just to see like what the faults are and, you know, how bad people are. And sometimes just have a little bit of a laugh on like how oblivious some people are. But I'm not going to be watching any of that because (sighs) when watching them, I kind of start to question my own like driving ability. Because I see people do something in a certain way. I'm like, I don't do it like that. Am I doing it wrong? Am I Because, do- uh, for example, when I see people approach a roundabout, people approach a roundabout very differently. I've realised after watching like so many mock tests. But then I do it in a specific way. And, I, and it just got me thinking, am I doing it wrong? But I was overthinking it. I was like, no, no, I'm just going to carry on doing as I normally do because it works for me. And people want to know why I don't want to learn to drive. <laughs> It's the gears. It's it's just it's the faffing around with the gears, and no, then that, even the whole theory side of it. Why the fuck do I need to? I don't care. To a lot of people out there, you know, you might think, oh, you know, passing a test is easy. It's fine. But have you ever seen a UK practical driving test? Have you? Because of typing on YouTube DGN driving school mock tests, and you will see how pedantic. Oh yeah, I forgot. Like Americans, it's like dead easy compared to ours, isn't it? Yeah, like you see a lot of Americans like commenting on these like English driving mock tests, and they're like, I don't know how like they do it, or this person was being a bit too harsh, don't you think? Just things like that. So yeah, it's very very pedantic because you. you oh. 
especially with the English roads as well. It's ridiculous. So yeah, it's a lot of just doing what I call mirror theatrics. You constantly have to check your mirrors. And even though you might argue, yeah, that's a safety thing, not every five seconds, mate. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's essentially what you have to do. You'll just be driving. Nothing will be around you. You'll know nothing's around you, but then you still have to do the mirror theatrics of going left mirror, middle mirror, right mirror, drive for five seconds. Left mirror, middle mirror, uh, middle mirror, right mirror, drive. It's oh, so Is it infuriating, Leon? It is infuriating, but oh, I'm getting myself stressed out. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited for Monday, so yeah, hopefully I pass, hopefully, because then I can drive to my own places, you know, I could take myself to Thai boxing, I could take myself to different places, I don't have to ask for a lift all the time, which can be quite embarrassing, if I want to go somewhere, I can just go. Do you know what, I hate asking for a lift, like I'm, obviously I'm going out later, and I was like, I'm going out later, I'll just get a taxi, and my mum's like, no, I'll take you, and I feel, I feel awful, I hate it. Like, I think they think I say I'm getting a taxi, so they, they offer to take me, but I don't, I, I will just get the taxi, it's fine. Even if the person is really happy to take me, I'm just like, I'm sorry, no. I think it's also because when I'm in a car, I don't really like speaking to people that much. Like, when I'm in a car, I just like to look out the window and just relax. And I don't find the silence awkward at all. But then when I'm in a car with somebody else, apart from my family, if it's with my family, I would just stay silent. Like, I don't care. But if it's with, like, a friend or somebody that I know, I feel inclined to just start talking about random crap. Like, oh, it was quite sunny today, don't you think? And they'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's quite sunny. I'm like, oh, so have you got anything planned this weekend? You I know, never I'm just planning on relaxing. Up, so... <laughs> can't relate <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, I feel inclined to do that and it just becomes a forced conversation and I don't like that which is why I don't like asking for lifts from people because when I go to Thai boxing obviously my dad takes me there but then sometimes he will come back early because he has other things to do and he'll ask somebody else to give me a lift home and I just prefer to just go home whenever I want you know not have to wait around for anybody or not have to worry about anybody waiting for me because sometimes I like to have a little chat at the end of the lesson but then I've got in the back of my mind oh this person's take give me a lift home which means I need to get ready as quickly as possible so I don't have time to have a little chat with people at the end of the lesson so yeah I just want that freedom of just going if I want to leave, I will leave right now. Or if I want to go somewhere, I will go right now. So, yeah. I just need that freedom in my life. And it's so close. It's so close. The only person who can fail me is me. That's a scary thought. It is. Who would have known you're in control of your own life? So should we share my news? Oh, uh, is it casualty related by any chance? <laughs> yeah. Someone's Twitter's been popping off recently. Oh my God, have you seen them tweet? I've seen okay. the I've seen the thread when I logged on. It's not a thread actually. I should probably make it a thread because that would save a lot of time. But anyway, it um, would. <laughs> I have a way to now watch all old casualty episodes like way from way back when. So naturally, I whoever gave you that link, I want words. No one gave me a link, Leon. Oh, I thought someone gave you a link. Shh, shh, shh. With like all the episodes. Shh. Secrets. Oh, okay. Secret, because people oh, okay. can hack it and disrupt it and stuff. Anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know whether to censor that or not, but okay. <laughs> I, like the whip little bitch I am, um, decided, uh, let's go back to when Jacob comes into casualty because, yes, please. And I have just rewatched Connie and Jacob fall in love. And I, I love it even more than I did like the seventh time I watched. I love it more than the first time. Every single time I watch, I think, oh, they're just meant for each other. Why can they not just love each other? <laughs> How could you watch that and enjoy it fully knowing that they don't even get together in the end anyway? Because there's such a storyline there, Leon. Like, the relationship's so dead. Well, I've the, just, it's sh- dead. Don't say that because I've just watched them break up for the first time because of Grace and I just love it so much. Like Grace, like, it's him or me. Ooh, you said on the Gracie. way back from, from the airport, it was just me and you. 
something has to give you can't fit us all in <laughs> and then yeah they end up trapped in the, so jacob's pissed off because connie doesn't want to break it off with him so kind of like you know put some distance but then he comes into the office when grace is there just before school and he's like morning like you know being dead nice and then like grace is like dead rude and then they have a conversation after grace comes to school and he's like she was a bit rude and then she's like don't talk about my daughter like that and then connie's like i'm gonna need you to back off i need to focus on grace she's my priority and then he's like oh i can back off and then ironically turns around and says to you the problem with burying your feelings is you get buried alive right Ooh. and then later in the episode so he decides to go off with the ambulance crew and then it turns out they need a doctor so connie hears that jacob's there decides to go because she still fucking loves him obviously um <laughs> typical right? then they end up nearly having a kiss after having an argument in this building once everyone's like left and she just performed an amputation anyway as they're about to kiss the building collapses and they end up getting buried in sand which is so funny <laughs> like <laughs> class oh. act there yeah they're not together the drama is why why does that have to be so dramatic why an entire building collapses why why british dramas why but essentially what is about to happen is um oh no i know what's about to happen i'm just gonna kill myself i'm gonna have to like watch connie like oh no i can't do it don't do it then no i am gonna like l comes in which turns out later on spoiler alert l is old friends with jacob turns out actually old friends in the sense that she had a baby with him but he but you know she's got this baby like he just brought it up thinking it was he was uncle you know because she's got three Mm. kids turns out blake is actually his son which was whoa plot twist Um, whoa that's a lot (laughs) later that comes out after Connie blames Elle for Grace nearly dying, having brain injury even. You know, that's a lot. And then they're going to break up and then it's going to be like, I'm going to have to watch two years worth there of... There are other shows to watch. No, there's there's not. other no, shows there's not. to watch. There's so many new things that you could experience and enjoy. Leon. You're seriously re-watching Casualty. Connie Beecham is an icon. She is the moment. She is the movement. Also, my new favourite thing as well is, as I I was tweeting last night, and Amy, who has been part of the fandom since forever, (laughs) messaged me out of the blue right there's me just living my best life like I'm back in 2016 and um, she messaged me girl if you keep tweeting about Johnny I'm gonna be forced to make a fan cam like I'm, I have no responsibility <laughs> for my own like action so I was like do it like pop off and she was like a sad one it is then the conversation <laughs> progresses right yeah and essentially we somehow ended up saying that Amanda Meelin is a northern queen because she's half scouse which isn't a thing and we know this but she's northern at the end of the day but I just love how we got from that to that we were slagging off Connie and Tina uh, not Connie and Connie and Jay uh, whoa we were slagging off Whoa, Tina and Jacob. We were slagging off Connie and Jacob. No, What's going never, on? We would never, but we were, we were laughing at the mm. fact that we are way too whipped. Like, it's ridiculous. You are. We were talking about the fact that, like, before Jacob came into the show, Connie was arrested for nearly killing someone, for uh, supposedly killing someone. She didn't, but we actually were all like, free Connie. We were like, get her out of prison. Free her. <laughs> As if the writers are going to fully listen. They should do, because I'll fucking knock them out. Well, they haven't done for the past, I don't know how many years now, and they're probably not going to be doing it anytime soon. I enjoy Suits, okay? I really love that. I loved that TV series, but I would never go back to it and like watch it from the very beginning because I know the dramas, I know the plot points, and I know that I'm not going to enjoy it as much the second time around. No, but the I, reason no, but why I do because like the little bits hit different. Like so, last night I watched when Grace comes back and Sam's there. Who Connie and Sam used to be together. Oh, to be fair, right? I am not. I don't like Sam and Connie. Never have. But Tom and Amanda's chemistry is. It is good. Like, so is Charles and Amanda, but Sam and Connie just, they are something else. Like, you know they don't love each other, but they are very sexually attracted to each other. You know that. Like, the tension just goes, woo! 
Anyway, um, I was watching that and like, Connie doesn't want him to know anyway. Later on, Tom comes, not Tom, Sam comes out and he's like having a chat with Jacob. He's like, so how long have you and Connie been together then? And Jacob's like, what the fuck? And then he's like, um, not long, but he's like, but it feels like the real deal. No, that, that is different now because, oh, the only thing I still have problems with is I'm going to have to watch Connie have cancer again, which tragic. Connie but- and who? Connie has cancer in it. Um, oh, right. Okay. But she's gonna have cancer I thought that was a person's name. No, my problem. Then I now know that Connie and Jacob nearly get, well, basically kind of get back together for lockdown. But that pisses me off because she had cancer and everything and they just never spoke about it. Like they've, they've never spoke about it and he was just not there. You What? The real deal? He was going to propose. He was going to propose. Well, he didn't. He didn't. Well, yeah, because there's the a fucking, writers have there's been... a fucking car crash, amb- uh, helicopter crash. Grace, like fully fucking <laughs> mute, can't walk, paralyzed. You know, I don't blame yeah. the man. However, yeah, the usual oh! thing that happens in the UK. Series thirty one, I barely remember because you can't really. There's nowhere to really rewatch that series. There obviously is now, but there, there wasn't. And I just remembered that Jacob does cheat on Connie, and now I'm pissed off. Now I'm like really pissed off. You see, you've got that memory. You you don't have to rewatch it. You could just you could just store it in your mind. No, I like what. I like rewatching it. Leon, my favourite is just rewatching things like I like it. Just be proud that it's actually casual, to be honest, because that's better than Glee. Like, I was honestly about to go to a Glee rewatch, so. But to be honest, yeah, that is much better because when you were on that Glee binge, oh, ooh, that was interesting. I love <laughs> That was Glee. an interesting period of time. Do you know, these puts me on Facebook and it was like Gleeks, and I was like, don't fucking call me a Gleek. Gleeks. Because, because Gleeks. that is actually an attack. I don't want to be known as a Gleek, but I am a Gleek. <laughs> I was fucking mortified. I wanted to cry. Good. I might call you a Gleek from now on. Maybe you should change your uh, your Twitter at to Gleek. Gleekically <laughs> slick. No. <laughs> Gleek Beecham. Beecham's Gleek. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, you're gonna have to do it you're gonna have to no i'm not okay so we all know how i you know like to pick on you for some of your random purchases that you Mm -hmm. make sometimes well i say sometimes all the time but i've actually mm, i've been a bit questionable myself the past month i'd say past whatever i made a random purchase of getting a belt but it's see it's a different belt that's why i got it it's not just a normal belt like so the issue with wearing a belt (laughs) Take a shot each time I say belt, you'll be on the floor. Basically, the issue with having one is when you're sat down, the belt digs into your stomach and that's really frustrating. And then when you go to the toilet, if you're a man or even a female, if you're if you're anyone, uh, you go to the toilet, you have to faff around with the belt to try and like unbuckle it and then, you know, do your business in the toilet. So it could get really annoying. And then you've also got what's called the belt bulge when, say if you've got a slim top on, but then your pants require a belt, you'll just have this ring around your waist and it's very frustrating, which is why sometimes when I wear pants and they're slightly too big i still go beltless because i don't want the belt ring or the belt budge whatever it's called however this belt it's an elastic belt and it doesn't have like a front bit so it's very easy to undo your pants or undo anything to go to the toilet and then also you're not going to have the issue of the belt digging into your waist and obviously because it's made of an elastic it's slimmer so therefore when you have like a slim shirt on it won't produce that bulge so i bought a belt also i had a 10 percent discount on it as well so i didn't pay that much and i also had a four pound ninety Amazon gift voucher because I also made a purchase of two ceramic bowls for my hamsters, which cost £20 for two tiny bowls. Because they arrived late, I got a £4.99 voucher for Amazon, which means that when I bought this belt, I got free delivery because I used the £4.99 voucher and they got 10% off. So I got £1 off. So I was living my best life. So that was Leon, honestly. That has really, really riveted me. <laughs> I honestly am going to sleep. I'm glad. So I am, I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> Good. 
I hope you go to sleep better tonight knowing that. But that wasn't the questionable thing that I want to talk about. The questionable thing that I want to talk about is I'm planning on buying basically a glorified notepad. Fucking notebook. do it. So it's this notebook, notebook? It's this notebook called Remarkable. I think I've heard of it. Yeah, I was thinking of like splashing out on their second generation, which is about £400. But I was like, no, the first generation does the exact same as the second generation. It's just slimmer, which, you know, sometimes you might want a chunky thing. You know, sometimes chunk is good. Chunkness girthy is where it's is at. Go- girthy is great. So I'm interested in getting the first generation and you can make notes on it. You can get unlimited pages, whatever, but it's got a textured screen, which means that when you write on it, it feels like actual paper. So it doesn't feel like a tablet. Yeah, I've seen the advert. Yeah. And with that. Oh, what you could do, what you could do, and I'm being dead serious here, is buy yes. an iPad, an Apple pen and buy a textured screen protector, which may be more expensive, but at least the iPad does more shit. You're welcome. Yeah, but why would I spend like about £500 on all of that stuff when I could just spend £300 on this thing to make notes? Because the £500, you can watch Netflix and you can do all sorts on it, Leon. You, yeah, you but I've got, a phone. A I've got a phone and a laptop for that. You could actually use the, the iPad as a laptop, though, so... Yeah, but still, like, even the iPad mini, that's about £400. And then you have to buy the Apple Pen, which is about £89, £90. It's a rip-off. It's ridiculous. So I might as well just get this notepad thing for £300, and I'll have a pen that comes with it, and then I'll have unlimited notes. I'm not going to use it for anything else. I don't need it to watch videos or anything, because I've got a phone and a laptop for that. So, yeah, that's... That's something that I'm also planning on getting. And as soon as I get paid on Tuesday, that is the first thing that I'm going to be buying. So there you go. There's some of my purchases that I've been making recently. But anyway, I think it's now time to move on to In What World? In This World. In this segment, we discuss something interesting that's going on around us in the world. And this week, it's been said that raccoon dogs may be Britain's next non-native pest study finds. Okay, so the raccoon dog is an exotic member of the fox family that is native to Japan, China, and Siberia. And they are known as being one of the most destructive invasive species at risk of becoming established in Britain. That's what the experts have said. So the Soviet Union in the mid-20th century were the ones who like first introduced raccoon dogs to Europe and ever since then raccoon dogs have been slightly migrating to other countries within Europe and there used to be a point as well where you could own a raccoon dog in the UK however that became illegal in like the 1900s around about that time however because we took a raccoon dog into the UK in the first place there's been some like several sightings of raccoon dogs within the UK and that's an issue because they are a very invasive non-native species and it proposes risks to the wildlife and it's said that non-native invasive species like the Japanese knotweed and the Asian hornet cost the UK economy 1.8 billion pounds each year because Question. of like how destructive they are. Yep. Right, that's not really interesting but isn't Tom Nook a raccoon dog? Tom Nook is a Tory. Yeah, but isn't he a raccoon dog? I think so. That fucking Because he's not a raccoon, him, is he? Because he's not, he's not black and white, he's brown and black. So, yeah. That explains a lot about his personality. It does. And in invasive non-native yeah animal. fucking that i still not over that man having me running around doing shit for his island fucking oh, the cheek on him for him to give you an island but then for you to do work on it anyway and, and then he you don't it. own the island because exactly he owns the island but he makes it out like oh you own this but you have to do all the hard work i think my belt's been delivered for fuck's sake <laughs> you know what i'm gonna do a live unboxing this is great content for a podcast hold on let me just get it Sorry, we were talking about raccoon dogs, now he's like, my belt. Yeah? Fucking brilliant. Men. Okay, right. Let's open it. 
Oh, ASMR. Can everybody hear the packaging opening? Yes. Okay. That's riveting content. Right. Take it out. And yeah, it is just a belt. <laughs> it's just a Leon. belt. Leon buys a belt. Leon, it's just a belt. <laughs> it's just a belt. It's going to be a fucking aeroplane. Who knows? But yeah, it's just um, it's just an elastic belt. <laughs> there you go, everybody. I hope that was good content for you all. <laughs> anyway, back to raccoon dogs. What the fuck is a raccoon dog going to do when I could just fucking get in a car and mow it over? I am going to die. I don't care. <laughs> I, this is this is called satire, by the way, everyone. I, I am joking. She said, we've got an audience now. We can't be saying these controversial things. Any news is good news, really, innit? <laughs> if Good Morning Britain can get away with it with Piers Morgan, I'm pretty sure we're safe. <laughs> That's right. You've just compared me to Piers Morgan, mate. I'm fucking on this podcast now, I mate. have. I <laughs> You'll never see this face again. I think I'm quite similar to... Is her name Suzanne? No, don't, don't you name? dare. Don't you dare. Don't I think you I am the Suzanne in this relationship. Name it. No. <laughs> oh, and this just makes you the perfect Piers Morgan character. This is the dynamic. I am. Don't call me Piers Morgan. I, I am. I will walk off. I will do a Piers Morgan. Di- <laughs> do not. I never, ever, ever make fun of pronouns. I do not insult Black Lives Matter. I do not insult the gay community. I do not just, I do not insult Meghan Markle. I, I, that's the, I, you know, I love Meghan Markle. All I'm saying is that if we ever get cancelled, it's most likely going to be from a comment that, you know, you've made. That's all Probably, I'm saying. yes. But what people, I, it, it is all satire. My yeah. entire life is just satire. We might have to put a disclaimer on the I don't podcast. even know what, like, is slightly funny. Like, I don't know what is actually serious in my life because I just make everything... <laughs> A joke. I say it again. I don't care. No. Okay. Move it on. In other news. <laughs> <laughs> what a segue. A British woman has been left in a coma after her twin fights off a crocodile in Mexico. Why was my first reaction to laugh? Like, and not because it's funny, because I just felt really, really, really nervous. Like, what do I say to that poor girl? Like, I, I right, see, that is the issue that I, I have with myself as well, is that in awkward situations, I don't know how to react other than to laugh. And obviously that's insensitive. Someone could turn around to me and tell me, Leon, my, my nan's just died. And I'd burst out laughing, not yes. because I find it funny, but because I've just been put in a really awkward, no, awkward situation, situation. And I don't know how to react. Yeah. So yeah, our people wonder why, <laughs> why I don't like speaking to many people. <laughs> This is why, because I'm just, I'm not empathetic. I think that is one of my many problems. I'm not empathetic enough. If something sad happens, if I try to be empathetic, it's just fake. I can't be empathetic. I can't be like, oh, that is so bad. <laughs> Even then, like, it probably sounded fake. I just can't do it. Someone could be pouring the heart out to me and like, oh, crying. And I'm just like, are you all right? I don't know. What to, like, what, what do you, like, I don't know. I don't know how to just deal with those situations. Just like, don't I deal cannot, with emotions very well. Yeah, I can't empathise with the, if somebody was crying in front of me, the best I could do would just be to like, oh, pat them on the back or something. Like, I can't. <laughs> I just can't deal with this situation. But yeah, anyway, the twins, the crocodile, the important thing. So I don't want to make all of this about me. There's other people in the world doing better things. <laughs> okay. So twins, Melissa and Georgia Laurie, they were swimming after dark, or I think they were diving after dark in a bioluminescent lagoon. And Georgia hears Marissa. Is it Marissa? Did I just get the name wrong? It's Melissa. Marissa. Okay. Marissa. (laughs) 
sorry. Okay, so Georgia hears Melissa cry out and Georgia go like she dives in to try and find her, but then when she comes back up, she sees Melissa's body just floating. So when Georgia goes to grab Melissa's body and pull it back to safety, that's when the crocodile attacks again. And as a response, Georgia fights back by like punching it in the head and things like that. And she ends up fighting off this crocodile three times. Imagine. What three a girl times. Boss. Honestly. And Georgia was left with some like hand injuries. They're both fine, by the way. No one's died. But Georgia's been left with hand injuries and Melissa's been put into an induced coma so that none of her injuries get infected. But honestly, imagine fighting off a crocodile three times in a row. But then that also, wh- wh- why were they diving in a bio? Like, what the fuck? It was supposed to be a tour guide, like, helping them through. However, they booked a tour guide in the hostel that they were staying at. And afterwards, they found out that the tour guide basically was known for taking tourists to dangerous locations for swimming. And they always go to areas where, like, crocodiles lived and not to, like, legal sanctioned places. Well, that was nice for them, wasn't it? Well done. There's no reports of, like, any legal repercussions for that tour guide or anything. It's just been left in the air. I think if there was legal repercussions, they would have mentioned it, but that's not been mentioned. So the guy might have, the person might have got away with just a slap on the hand. This was known before the tour guide took them out. Like, people were aware that this tour guide was taking tourists out to, like, dangerous places to where crocodiles lived. And he's getting away with it. Arrest this man. For life. But yeah, anyway, I think it's now time to move on to... Section. Um, it's just basically a deep thought I have found, thought about throughout the week and decided to share with you all. And basically, it just sends me into an existential crisis and, to put it bluntly, blows my mind. Woo! I swear me doing that has been the only consistent thing within this segment. Shut the fuck up. Okay, so... <laughs> This yep. is from an account on Instagram. And when I read it, it really made me think. And actually, I was sat there and I was like, that is so true. Why has no one thought about this sooner? Hashtag relatable. If we just put cameras on like bin trucks, you know, like come like get the bins. Yes. Google Maps could update like weekly. <laughs> It's true, isn't it? Like, it's true. Okay. It's true, isn't it? Yeah, it, it like, is. It made me think and I just thought, oh my God. But then I also sat there and thought, but then I'd never want to walk past a bin truck ever because they'd be taking pictures of me. <laughs> no paparazzi. How about countries that don't have bin trucks? Yeah, well, okay, right. I was I was, I was about to go, countries don't have bin trucks. I have realised my area my ways there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fair enough. Do you know what? I'm changing this intro because all I'm going to say is Leon basically debunks all my deep thoughts. <laughs> That's what I'm changing that to. <laughs> no, okay, yes. It's a very Western I mean, thing. I agree. But, yeah. okay, right. Uh, uh, this this could be controversial for me saying this, but I am sure those countries that don't have bin trucks don't really have access to Google Maps on the regs. You know what I mean? I were. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> I'm laughing because it's awkward, but... Yep. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yes, yeah. uh, Google Maps is a very westernised thing. Like, what the fuck? Like, what? Leon! I don't think it's that much of an issue to just get a Google car out there, you know? Well, it is, isn't it? How much money does Google make? I don't know. I'm sure they'll be fine. Jack White, I'll stand up. Please tell me you've seen that thing about the Google Maps car. Yes, when he was... um Smoking a big fat doobie. Oh, yes, in the Netherlands. It wasn't the Netherlands, you dickhead. Holland. No, it wasn't Holland, you dickhead. Was it in Amsterdam? Yeah, in Amsterdam, it was Amsterdam. <laughs> 
Yeah. Amsterdam's in the Netherlands, isn't it? But, I'm going to check. I don't know because I didn't do geography, mate. Amsterdam isn't a country. It's yeah, a place. It's not a country. No, Amsterdam's not a country, you weirdo. It's not a country. No, really, I'm not, <laughs> this is not me joking. I actually have thought all this time Amsterdam was like its own place, like its own country. Oh, Amsterdam's in the Netherlands, I was right. <laughs> Yeah, but it's just like, it's Amsterdam, innit? Like, you just said Amsterdam. Oh. You just say Amsterdam, mate. Like. Well, I said the Netherlands, so technically I was right. I said, I knew it was, because that's usually where people go to smoke, smoke the weedy, of, weedy, weedy puffs. Smoke a bit of weed, smoke a bit of grass. Although there's no point nowadays because, you know, countries are making it legal. Although it's for medicinal purposes, so probably not in the same form. Um, medicinal purposes, it doesn't get you high. Oh, such a shame. I'm saying this. I've never as done if you've ever got like yeah, that. I was gonna say as if you've ever got high in your life, mate. Not that I have either. Not that I have either. <laughs> in some places in America, in some states, they're giving people like I think complimentary weed or something like that for them to get their vaccine. That's what they're doing over over there. Like they're bringing out incentives so that people can have their vaccines in America. And one of them, one of the states, is uh, weed. While we're on the deep thought topic, can we just mention drugs? I saw why post- not. A post on Facebook a little while ago and they made me laugh both of them and one of them being whoever told told me when I was younger that drugs can kill you is a fucking liar because I have seen the same crackhead since I was like six now that yeah <laughs> that is true because I I live near a chemist well my road is on the way to the chemist and I see all of them going getting their like methadone that's prescribed that one does get you high but anyway I see them all also at the top of my road there is a lot of drug deals I do uh, yeah no I've been seeing the same people for, they, they've not died it's a road that I never want to go down though oh, to yeah, be honest. I agree. You know the Tour de France? Yes. This was a post on Facebook by the way. I've not made this up. Why do posh people find that so interesting? Because I know a crackhead who could do it on a Peppa Pig bike in 30 minutes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but... Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> And it is true to be honest. I'm not going to lie. But they're getting about on them bikes I tell you. They do? If it was a bunch of crackheads on a bike for the Tour de France I'd watch that. So would I. This is also why I don't like watching what is it the Formula 1 either or just racing in general because you're just watching something go around Random a track. Tra- yeah, I don't times. get it. I don't get a lot of sports, if I'm honest. Like, even football, I'm a bit like, it's just fucking kicking a ball around a pitch, isn't it? Yeah. Like, what's interesting about that? Also, all those stupid fucking rules, right? This may be, a, like, a female moment, but all those stupid rules. All that it should be, really, is get the ball in the fucking net. <laughs> I'm just Not getting me. flashback. I am getting flashbacks to the time I volunteered at the Etihad Stadium. <laughs> for Manchester City helping kids with their like it was like a, a junior tournament or whatever and I was refing one of the matches and you know they were running over to me going ref ref that was offside that was offside I don't know what offside means I was like <laughs> oh okay offside everyone free kick and then the other team would be like no ref what are you doing that wasn't offside and I was very stressed it was a very stressful moment the fact that they put me in that situation and made me ref was frankly amoral <laughs> um, also my dad is it like loves golf I don't get golf I get yeah, thank you Oh my god! Right, I don't get golf with the like. It's just hitting a ball with a stick. Like that's even worse. It is just. It's, there's not even a little bit of anything. There's no atmosphere. Like the after. Like, I don't get it. Right. So in the in between us, Jay says golf stands for gay outdoor lifestyle with friends. Right. And <laughs> yeah, in between us is class. Yep. So I say it's my dad all the time. I feel like people with any sort of money or middle class status, they feel inclined to do golf because it's like this whole status thing. But do they really enjoy it? I enjoy like crazy. Well, no. See, that's debatable as well because I don't even enjoy crazy golf. No. So I say to him all the time, I'm like, what? all it is is hitting a ball with a stick. It's like, no, there's much more to it than that. Like, so then I turn around, I'm like, yeah, what? Which fucking way the wind's blowing? Like, do you know what? That, that, that is it. <laughs> Like, if I could predict where the wind was going, I'd be a weatherman. 
Do you not know, a like, golfer. That's all it is. Oh, you get it in the sand. Oh, shit in hell. You got it in the bunker. Let's have a cr- I don't get it. I just don't. What is it? Like, at least with football and rugby and things like that, the running round. The, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Golf is just dead. Have you seen the vi- video of this female golfer when she golfed she hit the ball but then it went straight into one of the audience members oh my god no it hits them but then she does it a second time she hits the ball but then the ball goes into the audience again and hits the exact same person oh fucking <laughs> you can, hell you can hear the person go someone make her stop <laughs> <laughs> That's quite funny. I guess it produces some iconic moments like that, but again, golfing, I just don't get it. You're just hitting a ball, making it go like far into the distance, and then you have to travel that distance. Yeah, exactly. It's fucking morbid. You don't even walk it. You take a buggy, so you're not even doing any exercise. You take a buggy to the place, and then, you know, you tap it into a hole. I don't understand it. I also don't get boxing or anything like that. Oh. I know you're a high boxer, but like... You've entered dangerous territory. No, actual boxing and like MMA... I don't get it. I get why people do it for fitness and I get it for all of that side of stuff, but why do I want to pay 30 quid to watch two men topless punch each other? My other reason I don't get it is a lot of people who watch it, right? Like, yeah, boxing, yeah. But then if you see two people fighting in the street, you'll sag them off. Well, what's the fucking difference, really? Just I think encourage- because one has one no, has regulations. No, no, because no, it just encourages fighting, doesn't it? It just encourages it. You're welcome. There's my Again, thoughts. Again, I'm impartial. I'm impartial to that. I'm because- a non-fighter. <laughs> if anyone's not real, I'm not, not not non-fighter. I mean, I'm a non-sports person. Like, if you've not just gathered from that conversation, I will debunk any enjoyable sport for anyone because it is shit. Tennis. It's just smacking a ball with a rack. I like tennis. Actually, my mum likes tennis. Why do they make those sounds? They're like, ooh, ah. <laughs> because they're releasing that energy, you know, because they're tired and... I don't give a fuck. I also find it comedic when you hear them in tennis. It's like, oh, oh, <laughs> woo! I love just it. It's a bit much, isn't it? Like, I just, I'm just not a very sporty person. I love the scoring system. Five love. love. Ten just slap, love. though. What? Wee tennis. <laughs> tennis on the week. Boxing on, boxing on the week. All of them on the week slap, but in real life, no. Actually, no. Wee golf was shit. Let's be honest. Thank you. I never played wee golf. Because it's I shit. I played all the other ones. i rather play actual tennis than wee tennis. Oh, pardon me. I just, I, I love tennis. And I was really disappointed that in PE, we'd always do football. But do you know what's the word? Badminton. We girls always do badminton, right? Who the who the fuck do you know is playing badminton? I love badminton. No one's gonna want to be a badminton. I don't even know what a bad like, <laughs> a tennis player. Is. A badminton play like what? No. I'd rather play badminton than like, golf or badminton's great. It also unleashed some sort of competitive energy when we were in PE in high school because you'd just see the lads just diving for this shuttlecock. It's not a euphemism, I swear. You just see these lads diving for this mm. shuttlecock, hitting it up in the air, like being real. Like me and Toomey used to be really competitive in, in badminton. Like he'd go full on on like the other end of the court. I'd go full on on my end of the court as well. It was a very intense thing. And I loved it. I loved it because of that. So it's a shame that we didn't get to do much of that. We didn't even play tennis once in high school PE because of the amount of times we played football, which I think is just disgusting. We literally just played football for three years straight until we picked our GCSEs and I didn't pick PE anymore. You know what I missed in high school, Dodge? Dodgeball. Oh, the things that I would do to go back to just a dodgeball session. Dodgeball That is game fun. was great. I <gasps> love dodgeball. I just thought of a Welsh idea. Drunk dodgeball. Oh my. <laughs> Fuck you. Imagine. You're going to your colleague's thing this evening. Yeah, but like, no. Do drunk dodgeball? Buy a ball? No. Do you know what? Genuinely, do you know what's a little bit scary? I am closer to the kid's age than I am to the people I'm actually going for. Oh my word. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're in their 30s, 40s. 
boys and there's me, only nine years older than her son, you know? You're, you're in adult life now. I, I'm going to be sat at the kids' table eating the party food. Like, that's that's where I'm going to be. Oh, honestly, same. I can imagine myself at any party just stood in the background drinking apple juice. And I would happily do that as well. Oh, I won't be. I will be the drunk one. I'd happily go over to a bar and be like, can I have a glass of apple juice, please? Cold. With ice. Spice it up a bit. Put a lemon in it. (laughs) Brilliant. Actually, no, that's disgusting. Lemon and apple juice. No, thank you. (laughs) But anyway, I think it's our time to wrap it up for this week. So do I. Got a party to get to. (laughs) Exactly. If you enjoyed what we had to say, you can support us on Patreon for as little as £1 or $1.42. It's increased slightly. I've double-checked. And you could get access to even more exclusive content that we've released. I've updated it now, so it's all done. And if you want to follow the podcast, you can do on Twitter at GTNALT podcast and if you want to follow tegan you can do where on twitter at basic ly slick yep and if you want to follow me you can do on twitter at bogus plague all of our details and patreon and twitter will be in the podcast bio and the episode bio so yep thank you everybody for listening and we will see you all next week good Bye. Bye. See, the funny thing about that is the Discord just won't <laughs> accept that to go through to my ears. So I just, <laughs> I hear it coming in and out all the time. That's not, that's what I'm doing. I go, eh. No, as in like it cuts in and out. No, oh, that's brilliant. It's like, <laughs> that's, what, that's what I hear. <laughs> Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.